Hello and welcome to Fantasy Football's Finest Podcast. I'm here with myself, Nick, Zach, and Brandon today. We're going to be going over some boom and bust players and some players we want to see on our teams this year. Let's get into it. The 2022 Detroit Lions will be the team that can and will. And steps into it, passes, Welcome back. Welcome in. How's everybody doing? Good. Good. Doing good. Hey, uh, if you missed last week's episode, we did a mock draft, our first one of the year. Uh, you should go check it out. I think we did a pretty good job, boys. I I don't know who won, but I've listened to it. And I mean, I you can I, go back and look. I think and I did. I, I think we all got pretty stacked teams. No yeah, way. I think we all did pretty good. <laughs> Not compared to me. <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right. Well, welcome in. We are the Fantasy Football's Finest Podcast, as Nick alluded to. My name is Brandon. We got Nick and Zach. Uh, we are going to give you our boom and bust players. One player from each of us uh, that we think is going to boom, and one player from each of us that we think is going to bust, and a non-expert reason why. So take the info for what you will, um, and then... We are going to go over a little bit of news as well, and then we'll end this thing out with a player that we are targeting in drafts. Uh, personally, uh, I'm excited for that part because obviously doing that, we're gonna we're gonna give away someone that we might think is is a gem and probably risk not getting him now. So I'm I'm excited to hear it. So, uh, what did you guys? As far as like the news and stuff, um, I know Zach is ready to talk about this Justin Herbert thing, but there's a couple players we're going to gloss over, but I think the first one we'll do is Justin Herbert. Zach, why did they pay him so much money? Uh, and why do you, what do you think that means? It's got to be the hair. Well, yeah. I mean, like, look what he's done. I mean, he's very good QB. He's yeah. leading the team to the playoffs. I mean, yeah. Just he's a young it. QB. <laughs> It's got to be the hair. Really? Man. Really? Okay. They love seeing that hair flow out of that helmet. I mean, yeah. I feel like I'm not trying to be biased here, but I do feel like he's just going to, he's, he's going to be there for, he's going to be like a Ben Roethlisberger. Not like exactly like that, but like he's going to be, you're, we're going to be talking about him for years to come. You know I, what I mean, I he's just be ask... one of those guys is going to be like, Oh, Justin Herbert, you know, he's just going to be there. He's always going to make the playoffs. I wanted to ask you this, Zach. Out of the two quarterbacks that really received the big contracts this year between Lamar and Herbert, who is more valuable to their team, Lamar or Herbert? More valuable. 
Well, I, I definitely would have to see him. I don't, I love Herbert, but I have to say more valuable would probably be Lamar Jackson would be more valuable to the team. I, uh, like I got Baltimore's got Baltimore's got doesn't have like a, a very good running back like Eckler. Baltimore doesn't have the receiving core like Los Lamar Angeles. is the RB1 on that team. Yeah, like I would say Lamar, but I love Herbert. So I don't want to disrespect Herbert, I get it. but I would say. I just wanted to ask you that. I, I was wondering if you Lamar, thought about that. Yeah. I, got two, I got two tidbits on that. First thing is J.K. Dobbins is RB1 because Lamar runs a lot less every year. So J.K. to me is the RB1 still. Uh, second thing, I think I like JK. No, no knock uh, on Lamar, but no, I like yeah. JK Dobbins. I think Justin Herbert's more valuable because if you take Lamar Jackson away, Tyler Huntley was like actually pretty decent for them while Lamar was out. They almost won the playoff game against the Bengals. Um, and if you take Justin Herbert away, that offense is not even near the same. So I, I just putting it out there. I, I love that answer though. Yeah, I do. Um, so well, I think Huntley was just like. The perfect backup for him. He's built for that offense. Yeah, I mean, he's literally he's, a clone. he's like Lamar Light. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, he's not as good as Lamar. Doesn't have as good of an arm as Lamar, but he's there. Well, if anyone didn't see, the reason we're talking about it is because Justin Herbert just inked a new, what was his act like five years and two hundred and some odd million dollars, or I mean, it was it was large. It it was something like that, but now he's gonna get that, and then Burrow's gonna sign a. Burrow's going to sign a big contract yeah. after that. I, I like think Burrow's the crazy thing that I saw, if I'm not mistaken, was that Justin Herbert, I think in 2025 or six or something, that his salary for that one particular year is going to be over like $80 million. Like it's insane. I mean, he's young and he's good. I mean, you got to pay these people. I mean, he's brought them to the playoffs. I mean, yeah. He's just young, you know, and he's got good potential. I mean, you got to pay these people. Yeah. You got. Bengals are going to have to say goodbye to Higgins. I think. No way, because I think the problem with that is, no, I don't. They might down the road. They might, but not right now. You think he's going to take a little bit of a pay cut? I think. I think. I don't Joe think so. Burrow? I. Th- you don't think, Joe so? Burrow I don't think so. I think that Joe Burrow is going to take the, I think in my opinion, I think Joe Burrow is going to take the pay cut to have a better team. I'm pretty sure I, I could be wrong. I heard him. So there was like a, something going around. I don't know. Not a reliable source. I don't know, but I, apparently Joe Burrow wants to be, wants to take a little pay cut to have the team better around him. The, so like, the that's, Tom, a, that's the Tom Brady. I don't method. know. So, I mean like, yeah, why, why wouldn't you take a pay cut to still have T? I I don't think Jamar that I, Tom Brady had much of a choice in that matter. I think that if Tom Brady could have gotten the bag and still been competitive, we don't know. Like, we don't know if he would have still been competitive. Yeah, I guess we really will never know because a lot of people say, well, oh, Tom took less money to keep the team, or is that just the Patriot way now, they do Here's things. the thing, too. While you're young, I feel like you should get the money that you deserve. Here's the other thing. Aaron Rodgers today – just got a new two-year deal with the Jets for $75 million, and he was still owed $110 million with his old deal. So he basically literally just did what we were saying. He took less money to, to have a better roster because he's older and only has a few years left. That's what I'm assuming. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't think well, Herbert – I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. What? I don't think Burrow is going to do that because who's to say you can't find a – another type of T Higgins caliber receiver in the draft when they, I mean, they drafted him. So it's not like he can. Okay. But you're, 
that's a that's a risk. Why I feel like if I was in that position, I would I would even though I'm young, I would take a little pay cut if it if I knew that my boy. I'm gonna would say stay. I'll be sh- I'll be shocked if that happens. If it does, great. If it doesn't, I won't be shocked because what what are you risking? They haven't won anything yet. They didn't even they haven't won a Super Bowl. Yeah, but you're risking you're risking having T Higgins leave and then pick up a like a draft pick that's not as good as him. I, I that's like a, that's a huge said. Because, risk. Okay. With the way Mahomes exactly. put it, with his contract, he was like, "I get you. Like you, you obviously want to keep the group together. You want to keep like the camaraderie going and try to keep all the same guys on the team. But at the same time, it's a business, and you do have to look out for yourself." Also, if having two top receivers got you a Super Bowl every year, that'd be different. But Mahomes just did it without a top receiver. I mean, they don't have anyone on that receiving core, not tight end receiving core. That's even close to T Higgins or Jamar chase. And they still got it done. I am pretty sure they don't even have an all pro. I under- or even, even an all like a pro bowl receiver. I see that. I'm not trying to like hop on the bro yeah. bandwagon. But it's just, we'll see. Patrick Mahomes is not Joe Burr is not yeah. Patrick Mahomes, yeah. I guess. I'd um, say. Let's get into a contract that actually matters for fantasy. So we have uh breaking news the, from the other day. So I'm, it's not breaking the second, but Saquon Barkley has signed a deal for one year. He is back at training camp. He will play this year. We don't have to worry about that. The thing that I am kind of perplexed about is if you guys saw his his franchise tag was going to be like $10.1 million or something like that. His new one-year deal, because again, he couldn't sign a multi-year deal. He could only sign a one-year deal or the franchise tag is 11 million so he got nine hundred thousand dollars more which is not worth what they just went through with incentives to earn an extra two million to get it up to 13 did you guys know that austin eckler had a zoom call with about 12 or 13 running backs in the league including christian mccaffrey alvin Kamara, like all the top ones derrick henry yeah okay well Saquon literally just they, they held a meeting to discuss what they should do to bring value back to that position. And Saquon literally just caved. He just, all right, screw it. I'm going to sign the deal and they could still franchise tag him again next year. Just ask, ask Kirk Cousins how's that how that goes. When he was with Washington, he got franchise tagged twice and he made a lot of money on those franchise tags. But it ain't fun having a, a one year job like deal. Because if you get hurt, then you, you're screwed. So, all the Vikings more than made up for that. We have <laughs> we've compensated. Yeah, I, the crap Kirk Cousins that, definitely man. made his money <laughs> after the fact. But I'm saying the whole that whole thing. Like I was watching, you know, like ESPN and stuff, and they were saying if I was the running backs that held that meeting, uh, and if we had another meeting again, I wouldn't invite Saquon Barkley because he kind of just like screwed the pooch on that one. Basically, like he he didn't, you know. <laughs> That's what I didn't understand. He kind of put up a middle finger to that group, like, oh, well, like, I put my team, I put everybody around me through a bunch of crap for but not that much extra, for, for almost nothing yeah. extra. I, I just don't, I didn't understand it. On the other hand, it's just, we got to remember that this is a sport. Got to love to play the, he loves to play the sport. I mean, like, 
for yes, money matters, but like yeah, you still got to play. Saquon, I feel like you still have. He made to play. a decision for himself, not for his position, and that's fine. But yeah, he can't be. He can't do the same thing again next year. Then if they if they're gonna do the same thing, then what do you? Exactly. you know, you're just kind of you're just kind of pouting until you just decide to to sign it here. And then also like, am I glad he's going to play? Absolutely. Because now I'm not afraid to draft him, which is perfect because he is an all pro player. Um, but if it happens again next year, then I mean, again, what are you going to, you just going to do the same thing? Like I, I'm not looking forward to that. So um, the, and the other thing too, that I was saying was perplexing was the average running back salary if i'm correct is right around 15 million he's making less than average even after this little tiny holdout so i mean i i I just think it's weird so um yeah and i don't i could be wrong on that average but i i've i heard that number and i'm pretty sure it's for running back so we'll just have to see where it goes i just what did that meeting accomplish if saquon was gonna go i wish we knew the details of that meeting because i would really love to know i do too um so yeah that happened so we're good on there no news of josh jacobs or anything so we'll keep we'll keep you posted on that he apparently left vegas with i mean he was planning on people kind of blew it up he was planning on leaving vegas before that and he left and apparently he said he'll be back from training camp there was a bunch of people that said oh he's not going to be back for a while but i think he's back at training camp if i'm not mistaken i could be wrong about that but I'm pretty sure he's back in. Yeah, we will. We'll see like back in practice. He could still decide to hold out if he wants to. So we'll, we'll have to see, but actually if he's, I think he can't be at practice unless he's on the tag. So we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, Two more little things. I think it's worth noting that Gardner Minshew is running with the first team offense at practice with the Colts. That is ahead of Anthony Richardson, whether that's for the time being or, throughout the season until he you know gets it taken by Anthony Richardson we'll have to see but um through camp right now Gardner Minshew is taking the first reps I you know I, I don't think that's going to be the case by week one or two but we'll have to keep an eye on it I don't okay. think it's a horrible uh, idea I think he can I think Anthony can learn a few things from Gardner Minshew Gardner Minshew's not yeah I, trash. I, he I heard that <laughs> the coaching staff for Indianapolis has said that Anthony Richardson, they can't keep him out of the playbook. Like he is studying profusely. Like he's just he's like laser focused is what I'm trying to say. And that you know, and they they said that he is light years ahead of where he even should be coming into the, the NFL. So um, yeah, so I mean, great news, but really, well, mm-hmm. really yeah. fast. Sorry, would you draft? Would you take Gardner Minshew then? Would you pick him up or would no. you? In no, that I'm case, still. If, no? if I'm taking a backup I, later in the draft, and I I'm going to take Anthony Richardson because I I can almost guarantee just in my mind not, that he'll get more run than Minshew will. If you've got like a deep league and you drafted Anthony Richardson, sure, why not take? Um, I'm, yeah, I'm not Gardner saying, Minshew, but if that's a, that's if you have a deep bench though. I'm not even saying the draft. Like if you free agency Gardner Minshew's there, knowing that right now, would you pick him up? Oh, like, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, would you be like, oh, that might be a possibility that they might swip swap during the year? Um, I don't know. I I have Anthony Richardson in a dynasty league, and I'm not looking for. 
I'm not looking yeah. at Gardner yeah. Minshew, okay. if that's what you mean. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't have either. But I was just wondering if like that was a thing that you guys would look out for if they do swip swap. You know, Brandon, something like that. Brandon sniped him from me. I I'd be lying if I said I didn't look at your roster earlier today to come up with some trade. But I'll keep at it. <laughs> well, I got I got Bryce, and I wasn't uh, upset because I, I really I'm like excited Bryce too, for the prospect so. of Anthony Richardson. I just think his ceiling is going to be capped this year because it takes a year for him, you know, rookies to get really like where everything's clicking, you know. So. Um, all right. Yeah. So everybody goes through that rookie moment yeah. or moments. And then I last guess. thing also is that, uh, Brock Purdy, I think has been cleared to practice. Um, but right now Trey Lance is, uh, first in the rotation. So that, that could change, but I think it's just because Trey Lance has been a little healthier for longer, um, after his surgery from last year. So just, again, we'll keep you posted on that. I'm sure Brock Purdy will be the eventual starter, but let's let's see what happens so um okay well it is storming here so if i lose power boys you know what happened yeah <laughs> if you see me gone um but let's get into these boomer bus players all right um now here's the thing i don't have a drop for it so we're just going to get into it we're going to go over boom players first and these are not players that we're like it is a guaranteed these these players are gonna outperform where they're being drafted. Um, you know, the projected stats. These are players who in in my description of this is players who have the chance or the right situation to where an outcome like this could happen more likely than other players. So if if you guys agree with that, then that's that's my take on it. But um why don't you, Zach, why don't you start us off, man? We give us your first boom player. So, my first boom player, Alexander Madison, the running back for the Vikings. Let me uh, let me pull up uh, the stats for. Now I'm pulling up the stats for um, Dalvin Cook, just because I want like just to see where how much he caught the ball and how much he. Nick, this will be your area to befuddle or like you know rebuttal yeah. here. So. Yeah. So like last year, Del- like Dalvin Cook's probably not going to be there. Last last year, Dalvin Cook got 264 rushing attempts, 1,173 yards. He got 39 receptions for 295 yards. So I feel the Vikings use their running backs, and if Dalvin Cook's gone, they're obviously going to use Alexander Madison so much. So I feel like he's just going to have a great year, and he's he's 25 years old. He's in his prime. Something big could happen here. Well, I agree that they're definitely going to force feed him the ball, but he's more – Delvin did everything. You know what I'm saying? Delvin caught the ball. Delvin ran between the tackles. Delvin could run run like the end around on the outside. Delvin could do everything. Alexander Madison's a little bit different. He's kind of a more in-between-the-tackles, bigger guy. So – we, we brought in – we drafted Ty Chandler last year. He's more of a pass-catching running back. I'm sure he's going to see some pass-catching reps. You're going to see a lot of Alexander Madison within the red zone, like the goal line. He's going to lead a lot of goal line work. Madison's going to have a good season, but he's not going to do – don't expect him to be Dalvin Cook because I don't think he's going to Well, I Dalvin don't expect Cook. him to be Dalvin Cook, but I feel like he's going to be the first option. Oh, he will. Yeah. For sure. So yeah, it's worth – for sure. So oh, I feel, Go ahead, Zach. Sorry. So that team – no, you're good. 
if they're not pa- like obviously they're not passing it, they're gonna give the ball to him, and he's obviously gonna he's obviously gonna have to step up and be that next Dalvin Cook. And I feel like that could actually happen. Not to be he, Dalvin, not to be Dalvin Cook, but have no. You know as what I mean? long as as long as you don't expect him go into it expecting him to be Dalvin Cook, you're fine. He's gonna exceed expectations. I yeah, he's that. gonna be a good he's gonna be a good fantasy running back. If you like, let's say somebody's hurt or somebody has a buy, you can put him in and be like, "Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with putting him in." Actually, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily call him a set it and forget it. So player. yeah, no, for sure. I, I want to put. I want to yeah. just put this in here. So he is being he's being drafted as the running back twenty five right now on sleeper. Um, it's got it's got his average between that and Roto Sports, but sleeper is probably a little more well known to me, but. The running back 25, um, I mean, just behind like DeAndre Swift and Dalvin Cook is still being drafted ahead of him without even being on a team. So that's kind of weird. And then right right before, I'm sorry, right after James Conner and right before Javante Williams. So in between James Conner and Javante Williams. um, If, let's say, question, let's say if you guys drafted wide receivers heavy early on and Alexander Madison was your first running back, would you be okay with that in fantasy? Or do you think he's okay. not my? F- I'd not be a my nervous first. about that. Yeah, not my first. Have you know the whole nervous. zero? Have you heard I'm, of the zero RB strategy? Like you just go wide receiver and tight end heavy on, early on, and then you get sleepers in the. I'm too afraid. It works. To, I'm too afraid to do that. Honestly, I don't. I don't have the balls to do it, but I've heard it works. Your boom player. <laughs> so he is my boom player, but he's not. He's my boom player. He's my boom player for like. Not my, I guess he's a. I think he's a good. I guess I'd player. say like he because he can like if I think he's a solid RB two on on a roster. Yeah, like he would a like if I RB2. picked like let's say I picked Josh Jacobs or something. I wouldn't be worried if he was in my flex. He is a like a high end RB three, low to mid RB two to me with a ceiling being basically still RB two. I don't think he can get top twelve. He's not gonna yeah. finish RB one, but but he, I, but he could finish high yeah. RB two. But he, you like the boom player meaning if he goes from Dalvin Cook's gone, if he he'll goes go from RB twenty five to RB fourteen, that's still RB two, and that's a pretty big boom right there. That's a yeah. pretty big. So boom. I mean, like that yeah, could happen. I could I'm see saying. that happening. It just depends on how how their yeah. games go. But but yeah, I mean, that's yep. a good pick. I I was when you said that earlier, I was like, that's a great. I I don't know if you could describe that boom better i just because well, dalvin cook's gone i mean he's just the number he's the top option yeah. right now that's what they're working with he's been there for i don't know how long he's been there but he's been there he knows the he knows the playbook he knows everything he knows he learned from dalvin cook i mean yeah. like he's obviously I mean, I'm, gonna do... I'm biased zach so i think that was phenomenal good start <laughs> thank you, thank you <laughs> all so right much. nick go ahead with yours man boom player i am going with Packers receiver Romeo Dobbs. Tell me more. He's being drafted right now for PPR. I'm using uh, Fantasy Pros right now. (laughs) Same. Yeah, I'm looking at Fantasy Pros right as we speak. He's being drafted as the wide receiver 63. Jeez. 63. I'm looking at – I got him at 61. So, yeah, right around there. So, yeah. Right around there. And – for his ADP, I mean, he's going in. He's going late. Like he's 
there, there's rosters like if you have a if you have like a kind of not so deep bench draft, he's not even being drafted in certain leagues. I think this is for as late as he's going. I mean, I would take a chance on him. He's, I mean, he, I've heard in like practice and camp, he's having like a phenomenal chemistry. Like he's been working with Jordan Love all yeah. the summer and it's carried over into training camp. And they're, just, they just got a really good chemistry. I think it's a, I, I, what are you losing? Well, he's going only, as the wide receiver 63. You're not losing anything. Yeah, you're not losing anything with that. The only thing I'm worried about is is Jordan Love. That's the only thing I'm worried about with that team. Yes, and Jordan Love is inexperienced, but if he can find a guy, a go-to guy that he really trusts and believes in and just go just keeps going there, man, Romeo Dobbs could end up I'm just going to say it. Three. I'm going to come is, out and say it. I don't care this broke your no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna say that Jordan Love is actually a decent quarterback because I listen, I think so. I he's got an think arm. He can be. I, he's he has played a couple games in his career and he's looked pretty dang decent. And I'm I'm telling you right now, I don't think that that offense will be hurting that much. I I personally love the idea of Romeo Dobbs coming into this year because. Jordan Love's going to either throw to him or Christian Watson, and Christian Watson's probably the one, but we don't know. Like that was with Aaron Rodgers, we, he could absolutely have a different a different approach. I, I'm not saying Romeo Dobbs is going to surpass Christian Watson. I'm just saying Romeo Dobbs can have a solid season with yeah, dude, li- Jordan Love. Yeah, he could definitely. I think he's he's definitely going to boom out of the current ADP. He's he, at. Well, I, I I feel like that's, I yeah, because. Alan Lazard's gone, Cobb's gone. It's just Christian Watson and Dobbs, so that is obviously like that's a big Currently possibility. On ESPN, honestly, he's being drafted as the seventy second. So like his yeah, sixty three, sixty four is his average across all the websites. But on ESPN specifically, if you could get Romeo Dobbs as the it's his he's literally the hundred and eightieth overall draft pick is his average in in a draft. That's insane. Do we? Re- do we remember when it, he got? He's drafted? not even making certain teams. Do you remember when he got drafted in our mock draft? Um, I don't remember. Literally, I can pull so it up remember? in five seconds. I I yeah, took him, that, but I took up. him late though. So yeah, I, I'm seriously like I think it's a really good um sleep like like sleeper pick basically. You said you took him. Uh, you got him. You got him I in the thirteenth round. I took him really 13th late. Thirteenth round. So, yeah, exactly. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, li- that's immense. That's after value. like Jonathan Mingo and Sky Moore and stuff. So yeah, there's rookies yeah. that went ahead of him. Like, I I just think it. I mean, what are you losing? I think it's just it's not even it's not even bust. Like you drafted him late, he may not work yeah. out. But I think it's nothing but boom yeah. for this player. I do agree. Once you say that, you have nothing to lose. Yeah. I do agree with that because if you drafted him in the thirteenth round, then what? Yeah, what you're, do you? You're have not losing to lose? anything. You got all you to have lose. to do is gain. Really, at that point, it's if all he, boom for him. It's if literally he, all like boom. finishes twenty spots ahead of that. That's that's a pretty immense value. So, but we'll see. We got to look at Jordan Love first, I guess. So, all right. Yeah. So my boom player is Kadarius Tony. Everyone that has ever had Kadarius Tony immediately just like probably turned the, the show off because he is never healthy. 
and he's not, he got and once, once again, again. <laughs> he just he literally yesterday underwent a cleanup surgery uh yeah tuesday morning it was his second knee operation this off season that is scary but uh according to like andy reed the head coach uh, there's a good chance he'll be ready for the Thursday night opener against Detroit. I'm probably leaning towards it. They might not rush him to play if he's not ready, but listen, listen to this right here. So recent interview with Patrick Mahomes, he said he believes Kadarius Tony could be one of the best receivers in the league. Juju Smith Schuster's gone. So it's literally just Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore, and Rasheen Rice, I think, if, if that's how you say it, alongside Travis Kelsey. For Patrick Mahomes to say that about a guy who's being drafted as the wide receiver 41, so plenty ahead of Romeo Dobbs, uh, his average draft position is about the 10th round. If he can stay healthy in that offense, I personally think he'll be really good, like wide receiver, maybe like mid-wide receiver two to – like early wide receiver three, um, you know, that that's how I look at it. But the other thing too, is like last year when he was with Kansas city, he didn't really get that many snaps. So he's on, he's got a full off season with them in that system. Uh, he's a playmaker when you, all you gotta do is get him the ball. Uh, he did not have a game at all last year with the chiefs or the giants where he had more than 44% of the snaps. So as long as he can, as long as he gets more than 44% of snaps, which he will, as long as he's healthy, he will outperform his ADP. Um, I think I heard some crazy stat from a different show that said he only had literally, I think it was like 11 or 12 snaps total in the Super Bowl, and he still scored a touchdown. So that to me is, is crazy. I, I like him on that offense. As long as he's healthy, I am looking at him uh, he's not my player we're going to talk about later but Kadarius Tony is someone I think would be really good value even if he slips further if people are afraid to draft him watch out like that's going to be great I paid a lot of attention to him his rookie year on the Giants and it seemed like he didn't play a lot but it seemed like when he did every time he touched the ball it was a breakaway play like he's just got playmaking yeah. ability that's that's what I was thinking too like he's a little speedster and I feel like he gets the ball, he'll make a play. But, he, like, it's just one of those guys that, like, you're not going to really rely on. But if he has the ball, it's like, okay. He like reminds Patrick, me. Plus, he has Patrick Mahomes. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, I you mean, guys like, remember uh, yes. Percy Harvin? That's who he reminds me of. I like Percy like like instant better. Big playability. Yeah, so they're, they're the same type of player. I do, leader, too. You know. But, yeah, but like, every time he touches the ball, you know something – special is exactly. probably about that uh Just you know like who Percy also Harvey. is like that jacoby jones uh when he was playing with the ravens with joe flacco like uh, he was a returner he, he was he, yeah, exactly he, didn't he bring one back in the super bowl i think he did yes yes and then that was like right yep. before the lights went out or during yeah. when the lights went so, out something well, yes like that. that's that's who i'm looking at so all right let's talk about bust players I wanted to transition into it somehow. <laughs> so, Zach, go ahead with your your bus player. All right, my bus player is James Conner. I I'm ready spicy. to hear this. This is, uh, Real this spicy. is interesting. 
All right, so he's only had over 800 yards uh, one season in 2018. Um, I think that probably, let's just, I mean, like, great assumption here. They're going to try to aim for a high draft pick. He's he's gonna he's probably gonna be the one scoring touchdowns, yes. But he's why if they're gonna be down in the games, if they're gonna be losing, why would you run the ball? Why why would you have him as your like main dude or your second dude if you know that they're probably not gonna be that good? That just makes That's me nervous. It's it's not that good of a pick to me because he's just that team is not that good. It's not going to be that good. They're probably only going to win three to four mm-hmm. games. I'd be shocked if they win more. Well, you brought up a point, like a point just now about like they're going to be down a lot. Well, if they're going to be down that much, why even have him yeah, in the game? Why even have – why if you're down, you never run the ball. Why would you even have him? Why would he even be your one of your guys you're looking at at that point? Well, unless they just don't care and they're just out there burning clock, which I don't see happening. That, they got a new coach and they're going to try to win. That team is a catastrophe. It's a uh, – what do I say, Nick? Uh-huh. It is a poverty franchise. Poverty franchise. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Um, I could – okay, so you could be right. And we're going to find out at the end of the year. Uh, so the two years he's been with Arizona, he has finished – running back five in 2021 and then running back 19 last year. So he's done pretty good work running back one and a running back two. Um, but yeah, I know. You, so if Kyler's out a long time, then yeah, I don't think he's going to have much value, but that, I guess my thing is let's, I, I don't know how long Kyler's going to be out. So we'll have to see personally. I think, I think even with Kyler, Man, that's a bad I team. mean, they still got Hollywood Brown and it's just a good really defense. bad team. I mean, their offense, I don't think, is their issue. I, I just I they they did lose a few players on defense. I just don't I don't know. I think they're gonna be the worst team in the NFL this year. I think record wise. Yeah, that that is what I'm saying. I don't feel like I feel like they're aiming for a high draft pick, and there's no need to try, you know, they're gonna they're obviously gonna try, but I don't they're in a division where the Seahawks are there, the Rams are there, and the 49ers are there. It's just not going to – I don't feel like it's going to be good for them. They all got great defenses. Okay. Well, I that is – yeah, let's find out. So, they I mean, they can't be much worse than they were down the stretch last year. Like I said, the hard knocks that I watched was gruesome to watch. Like, it was horrible. So, but All right, Nick, go ahead with your boss player. Well, it's about to get even spicier in here, and I love this, man, but I'm going to go with uh, wide receiver Jaguars, Calvin Ridley. He is currently being drafted in the late – okay, so wide receiver 19. I would say his ADP is 47 from what I'm looking at. I would say it's late – depending on how many people in your league, that's late third, early fourth, or third or fourth round. He, he hasn't played in two years, hasn't played a full season in two years. It's not that I don't like him, but I'm looking in that same area where there's players at, and I'm really liking DJ Moore a lot more. Yeah, we have spot. him ranked higher on our consensus than Calvin Ridley. 
I just, it's nothing against Calvin. It's just when you take two years off, man, it's NFL's different. It's hard to get that footing back. And I'm not saying he can. I just think for where he's being drafted, I don't know if I want to if I want to take that risk. I just don't know. Yeah, you know who another wide receiver it, that was amazing that got suspended and then came back and couldn't really repeat that was Josh Gordon. Now Josh Gordon was suspended for a different uh, reason and not yeah. as or he was yeah. longer. He was gone longer, but still Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon was phenomenal. He led the <laughs> league in yards. Um, the I think it was twenty what twenty thirteen or so twenty twelve ish. Thirteen or it was in the early two thousand yeah. ten. And then was gone for a couple of years. It could have been twelve. Came back and just couldn't. He couldn't do the same thing, man. Like you know. So time off is. It's hard to get back into it. it. I know, and it has nothing to do with Calvin. I love him. I love watching him play in Atlanta. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of his. I am rooting for him to do very well. I just, for where he's being drafted, I think it's a bust. I don't, I'm not confident he can be the same player he was. Not saying he's an old guy now. He's still 28. He still could be in his prime. I just don't see him as the wide receiver one on that team, especially after the season Christian Kirk had. I still think Kirk is that Would guy. you rather have Drake London or Calvin Ridley? Based on quarterback, I'm still going Calvin okay. Ridley. Gotcha. I just want to make sure you were. I just want yeah, to make sure you weren't crazy. Quarter- that's all. <laughs> yeah, no, just based on quarterback alone, I'm going yeah. Calvin Ridley yeah. for sure. <laughs> okay. Zach, anything to add there? Or you good? Okay, sounds good. <laughs> all right. No, no, sorry. Uh, I would say I would take Calvin Ridley over Drake London, but I feel like that's a good pick. Dr- Calvin Ridley obviously took the year off. He's got a great quarterback now. Uh, he would. I don't know, Nick. I don't know if I. I don't know if I agree with that. To be honest with you. I mean, you can disagree with me. I'm just going off yeah. of past yeah, history. Yeah, we, we hold receipts that's, here, bro. We hold receipts. <laughs> we definitely do, just, but I definitely, just, I definitely. I mean, you can go back to this episode and be like, "Hey, man, you got that dead." Well, that's Kelvin the fun Ridley's thing about this podcast, this like fantasy football. Like, you can have your take, and then we're gonna we're gonna revisit it, and you just, uh, you know, it's, it's fun. I'm sure I'm I get just, roasted on my Anthony Richardson take I, at some point if he doesn't pan out. I don't know. I just definitely feel like he's got he's has so much experience more than I feel like he's just better than Christian Kirk in my opinion. So with a great quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, great scheme, great coach, I feel like Calvin Ridley would do better than Christian Kirk. I mean, I D- Doug Peterson is an offensive genius. Yeah. If there's one thing he can do is figure I out wouldn't offense, be. I wouldn't be shocked if, quote me on this, I will not be shocked if Christian Kirk has more receptions this year, but I won't be shocked if Calvin Ridley has more touchdowns and or yards i was gonna say calvin's probably gonna have more touchdowns and kirk is gonna be the guy that gets them down the field and kelvin ridley's gonna I, be the one that gets them in the end zone see i don't know about that see i disagree i love i i, I don't love calvin Ridley, but i do really like calvin ridley and i feel like he's i the, love him he's the pass. i really do love him he's the pass catcher that can get yards and i don't feel like christian kirk well I've, hey okay. well I don't know. I I don't know. I'm guessing, but I feel like it, Calvin Ridley will be better than Christian Kirk, in my opinion. It sucks saying this about Calvin Ridley because I'm such a huge fan of his. I just, it's one of those mysteries you just don't know until you see him actually play week one. You just won't know what he looks like. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're gonna get our first glimpse at him uh, pretty soon because the preseason's right around the corner. 
I'm sure he'll play preseason. I'm sure he's itching to play preseason because he hasn't mm-hmm. played the Jaguars. First preseason game is August 12th, which is, Oh, it's the day of my, uh, my diaper party from, from a son. And, uh, they play the Cowboys. So we'll get to see maybe hopefully a little bit of him against uh, Trayvon Diggs. I'm sure he'll play at least a series. He, I'm sure he'll want to get his legs yep. under him out there. So, okay. Well, everyone remember that he said Calvin Ridley. So, all right, my bust, I, I feel like I, I rip on this guy every year, but I just can't believe that I'm doing this again, but it is Mr. Daniel Jones. I, I really, you guys know this by now. I can't stand Daniel Jones and I really didn't want to pick him, but I, he, dude. Okay. Listen to this. He's currently being drafted as the quarterback twelve which is ahead of Geno Smith, Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, and Jared Goff. We know why that is. It's because he also can run. He just, now he's got Saquon back because that was kind of up in the air. But what I'm going to tell you is numbers don't lie. Heard that for, if you've paid attention to football for a long time, you know that. In four seasons, he has not finished better than the quarterback 24 more than once, which was last year. So he's constantly i'm gonna i'm taking the bigger sample size last year could be an outlier and i'm gonna bet that you that it is i think it's a blip he is more so a quarterback three late two early three quarterback uh to me even with saquon he did not do that well other than in the the past season um he didn't really have any weapons other than saquon um so, I mean, you know, like they didn't really add much. They drafted Jalen Hyatt, who is a rookie from Tennessee. He did pretty good, but he's not like a world beater. Um, but I want to I want to tell you these numbers. So these are the numbers that don't lie. Out of 47 quarterbacks last year, Daniel Jones ranked 44th in percentage of throws that traveled beyond the first down marker. He only had that was only 37% of the time his, his throws went past the first down marker. He was 42nd in yards per attempt, only six yards in attempt, 41st in target depth, which is seven yards, 39th in completion rate, 56%, and 33rd in first down conversion rate. He was 31%. So uh, if you, I knew I, I know I just spat a lot of numbers out, but basically he sucked. Okay. I mean, I'm just going to say it. He sucked. I don't care that people say, he did way better with Saquon. They like he's oh, it's his time. It's not. I I personally, this is my take. I think Daniel Jones is not near the quarterback that he was last year. I think that he will not repeat the same numbers. He will regress. Uh, there's no way at all. I'm taking him before Geno Smith or other QBs that have way better weapons like Goff or. Um, who else did I mention? Jared Goff and Kirk Cousins, uh, Aaron Rodgers, like not happening. So again, I know he can run. That's where your fantasy value is is going to come from. But he's he's not going to get you. He can't have three, four touchdown games. You guys agree? Like that's not. I you, I do not see that happening at all. What do you guys think? Well, he will if it's being like thrown a little dump off to Saquon. Well, Saquon had ten touchdowns last year. <laughs> That's the only way yes, I see that happening. It's not going to happen. I can <laughs> tell you that right now. So, I, literally, 
if Saquon were to, I'm sorry, not Saquon, if Daniel Jones were to repeat, I'd probably quit the show. <laughs> like, I'd be like, I don't know what I'm talking about. Sorry. Like, I don't, I just don't see it. So. No, I'm more confident in your pick than mine. <laughs> well, I, I'm not going to lie. I read those numbers before, while I was researching. and was like, wow, this dude is trash. Like, and, and people are taking him as their QB1. Mm, like, nope, no. So, Zach, count your blessings. You got Herbert up in L.A. Because the Giants fans suck, are just not doing great. No, I don't. I don't really rely on When you really Daniel step Jones back and look at those numbers – I'm like, wow, we really are blessed to have Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I mean, Kirk Kirk does <laughs> does better. <laughs> he's a statue in the uh, pocket, but he's at least he's accurate. Yeah, and, and, and like I said, like I know Daniel Jones is being drafted as quarterback twelve. On our consensus, he's quarterback fifteen. I I could easily see him drop to like twentieth, twenty first, where like Matt Stafford, Kenny Pickett is, um, or Derek Carr. Other than that, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I would much rather have. Kirk Cousins, Geno Smith, Geno Smith, one hundred percent. Aaron yeah. Rodgers, yeah, I would love to have those guys as my quarterback one ahead of Daniel yeah. Jones for sure. So uh, yeah, that's that's basically the bus player that I got. So um, okay, well that was our boomer bus players, everybody. And again, like they're not guarantees, but they're just they're more or less what our arguments are. So uh, good job, guys. Really, really good job. Okay, why don't we talk about Nick wants to to do this discussion. Why don't we talk about the one player that we are targeting in drafts? Um, I don't really have like an argument set up, so this is going to be kind of on the fly. But Nick, you this was your segment. Why don't you take it away? Who's the guy you're looking for in drafts? Well, this is going to surprise some people because I haven't really talked about him a whole lot, but I am trying to get my fair share of George Pickens really? this year. I know that you don't. No. Say it's okay. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm taking notes. <laughs> I just think that, you know, he's a big body receiver, six, three. He's going to have a lot of those outside routes. Down people down. Like he pushes them down. It's awesome. He's, he's, I mean, did you see that catch he had last year on Thursday night football? I, I, I didn't. Did. I forget. I mean, I mean, it was like, wasn't it on the out of bounds line or something? Like it was snag r- it. like snag it and tiptoe. It was incredible. It was against the Browns too. I just, I know he didn't really do a whole lot last year, and I know he missed a few games because of injury. This is just going off of instinct. I think he's going to absolutely boom this year. I think Kenny Pickett's going to take a huge leap forward. I think that Deontay Johnson might take a step back. I think Pickens is going to solidify himself as that wide receiver one. I absolutely think George Pickens is going to take over the wide receiver I definitely – I 100% agree with that. I've had DeAndre Johnson in our family lead, Nick, out of the – I probably – how many years have we been playing it? Four years or something? You've had him at Who would you say, Deontay Johnson? Annual. Yeah, I'm talking about DeAndre Johnson. I just want to make sure I was on the same page. He's had him – Every year. I've had him every year, year except one year, and he doesn't score. Mm-mm. He does not score the ball. So I 100% agree that they're probably looking for the two young boys in their playbook, and DeAndre Johnson is probably going to be the little reception guy. Maybe he'll get a large reception here and there, but they're looking Kenny, for Kenny, Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett was – uh, They're looking for sorry. George Pickens. 
Yeah, yeah. George Pickett. Yeah, George Pickett was just on a podcast. I just saw earlier today that it was literally someone asked him about Deontay Johnson, and he said Deontay Johnson just got really unlucky, like where he would catch the ball and be like just short of the goal line or the end zone. And he said that they are focused on getting him the ball more this year, um, particularly in the end zone. So I would keep that in mind. However, you that doesn't mean you're going to back it up. So let's, I mean, yeah, he is, is he's a, a definite athlete. like bigger body physical receiver than Deontay Johnson. But yeah, Pickens is, is really good. Well, I, I think that Kenny Pickett's going to have a huge leap forward. I didn't want to pick because I was going to go with Najee Harris, but he's going way earlier than George Pickens is. But I, I really like what that, uh, Pittsburgh offense is looking like lately. I'm really a huge fan of what they're doing. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's uh, if you're looking for George Pickens, I, I don't think you'll have to pick him early. I think it's no. I just looked. He's going as the well. He's going 79 because there might be someone at our draft who, who routinely selects Steelers players because their stepdad is a diehard Steelers fan and they watch every Steelers game. So he's kind of also a low key Steelers fan. Uh, okay. T- okay. Def- I- I'm not that would be, for that would be Daniel. That would be Daniel. <laughs> so I'm just going to put it out there. I'm going to put uh, it out there. Okay. Well, he's going as the wide receiver 35. Yeah. And I, th- I, I definitely Daniel see him took, jumping from Daniel. 35. For example, Daniel took Najee Harris in the first round last year, like probably, mm six or seven spots at least ahead of where he should have been and look at what that did Najee Harris didn't do crap so I think Najee's gonna have a bounce back yeah I mean I hope so he's he's a really good running back from Alabama so Pickens being ranked as wide receiver 35 you guys are telling me he can't jump from that I definitely think he He could I I think he could get about 26 27 I mean at the at the very least if he has a good enough year but we'll see as long as you're moving up, yep. that's progress. All right, Zach, who's your player you're uh, looking for? Um, my player I'm looking for is Odell yeah, Beckham. <laughs> of course. Just, I'm not trying to be biased, but he is probably going to be the wide receiver one with Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And he, yes, he was hurt last year during the Super Bowl and all that. Won a ring. Come on now. Come on now. But um, he's he's just a reception God. He just gets the ball. He knows the uh, QBs look for him. He know he can't catch it. He can run up the field. He can score touchdowns. He's a deep threat. He's all that. And he has Lamar Jackson thrown to him. I feel like he's just, he's just really going to be good. And I feel like that's players you watch out for. Okay. I mean, I, I do want to mention this. Odell Beckham recently said it wasn't his first choice to sign with the Ravens. They were the team that took the chance on him. So he's like, you know what? F it. I'll do that. But I do like Odell. You know, he probably will be the wide receiver one, at least at the beginning of the year. And he said, if this is it for me, like if, if I go out and I just don't feel like I can contribute anymore, then this is probably going to be my last season. Well, I'm excited to watch it because, I mean, that offense should be pretty interesting to watch anyway. I mean, they got some weapons. There's a lot of firepower mm-hmm. in that offense. That's going to be so sad for me because he's he's one of my top three players to watch all time. I love well, right him. after. I love watching. I, I, I mean, his Giants days were 
Wow. <laughs> I mean, like, if he can, he, obviously he's not going to get back to that, but if he can contribute to that, I mean, he's got a great They're, QB throwing to him. He's obviously going to do something. Vegas has got, like, their odds, the Ravens' odds keep going up and up and up. Like, they're an AFC sleeper team this year for the Super Bowl. Like, a lot of people are saying they, they are a huge sleeper team that could get into that Super Bowl. They got the weapons. I, I don't see why they couldn't. Yeah, I mean. You just got to gotta get past yeah, Burrow. They're, they're, and the, the problem is they're Mahomes. not. They're in the AFC. That's the tougher conference. So, I mean, to me. So. Oh, it is. It is. They got all the QBs. All right. Why don't we talk about my player I'm going after? This is. So. The only thing that I'm going to say is I didn't have much time to, to think about this, but I'll just say the player that I'm really interested in taking in most drafts, depending on how late it is, is I got his name right. It's Devon A-Chain, the running back from Miami that they drafted. Hmm. The reason being is because he's fast as heck. We talked about, we know they don't use the running back that much, but when they do, they have, they want speedsters and, Let's face it, Raheem Moster is like 31 years old. Jeff Wilson and Raheem Moster are both known for getting injured. And per the, what is it? I can't remember if it was like a Miami Sports Herald or something. Oh, it's Roto-Wire. They said that uh, Devon A-Chain has stood out as one of the most explosive players in early offseason drills for the Dolphins, particularly in terms of pass catching and his big playability. That to me is worth a really late round flyer. So if he's sitting there possibly in like the 13th round or so, 12 or 13, I am more than likely going to scoop him up because you just never know. Uh, I'm looking at the offense and how good it can be. And I'm also looking at the type of player he is and how well he fits uh, at that running back spot and how particularly they like to use it. So it's just really enticing. It's really, uh, you know, just like it smells good. Like you're cooking. If you're cooking up a super nice sleeper running back on the stove and you add some spices and some other stuff to it, a Devon A-Chain type of player uh, is what I'm looking for. And be like, yep, let me get some of that. So, you know. Okay, hopefully, hopefully you're right because that team with a running back would be very good. Now, is this your – is this your Christian Kirk pick from last year? No, I won't say that. That Christian Kirk was okay. like my. Uh, that is a different episode. I feel like that's like a ride or die. Like I'm I'm riding with this player like into the sunset type of thing. So yeah, okay, I know because I got a player for that too, like a ride or die yeah. player. No, I I uh, the Christian Kirk from last year, I feel good about that. But this year I don't. I gotta I gotta switch it up. So things have changed. I don't want to give mine away. Like I know. I just don't want to say it, and then everybody just go. Oh, and dude, snag yeah. Him from I mean, me. I did that I mean? about uh, <laughs> Jalen Hurts too, and he, he. I mean, Ian took him from me last year, so I mean, you know, it's about the people. You know, it's about the people. So. We got to help them out. Yeah, we're we're, exactly. we're helping you guys out. Our teams get worse, so you guys exactly. can get better. Our teams are getting worse, so you can get better. That's hilarious. So. Okay, um, I think that's going to do it for us. Um, if you guys don't have anything else to add, we're we're going to end this out here. So, but we're gonna we're gonna hit you with an episode next week. Uh, it it won't be any earlier than probably Tuesday or Wednesday. 
Um, we got some more content for you. We're getting closer. First preseason game of the season is the Hall of Fame game. That's August 3rd. We are just around the corner from that. I think that's next Thursday, actually. Let me let me take a look, see here. Yeah. It's looking it's like next it's Thursday. Next week, yeah. So preseason is only just about a week away. So who's in the Hall um, of Fame game? That's a great question. And I just had it up. It is the Jets and the Browns. Let's go. Mm. That's a good slobber knocker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. <laughs> Get Sierra Rogers play for maybe a split yep, second. Exactly. So, but all right, guys. Well, that's going to do it. Uh, we will catch you next time. And thanks for listening.